0: Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Thank you for being with me for a weekly word. Uh, We are still in the Epiphany season here at Gloria Day, and uh, I really think that Epiphany is a really good time to think about sharing our faith. Uh, And part of the reason for that is the themes through the Gospel lessons really point us to discovering Jesus as our Savior. Uh, it, It leads us through his biographies in the Gospels, and uh, talks about the people at that time interacting with Jesus, and then they discovered that he is indeed uh, their Savior, the promised one that God said would come. And they put their faith in him, just as we do today. Now, when I think about sharing our faith, I, I do think that there is a point that people have when they say sometimes they're uncomfortable sharing their faith uh, because... They're afraid that they're going to meet resistance. They're going to find somebody who pushes back against what they believe, uh, and they ask the question, "What if they ask me something and I don't know the answer?" Um, and what if they have arguments against the Christian faith? And I think those are all those are all fair. They happen sometimes, and uh, I, I think that. Maybe we make a bigger deal of them than they really are, but uh, let's think about that for a second. Uh, sometimes when people have arguments and they push back against us, you know, we want to have an answer to be able to speak back to them. We think about presenting our faith and, and also defending the faith whenever we start talking with people who don't believe in Jesus. Uh, we call sharing the faith evangelism. And we talk about defending the faith uh, as apologetics. Now, when I say apologetics, I don't mean we are apologizing. Um, An apologetic is a a defense. So evangelism is sharing the good news of the gospel. It's talking about Jesus and what he's done for us. And apologetics is defending the faith, uh, giving a reasonable account of why it is we believe that what we believe. And this is a biblical activity. We're told in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, in your hearts, honor Christ as the Lord, as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason, for the hope that is in you, yet do this with gentleness and respect. So, apologetics sometimes has some problems. One of the problems that we have with apologetics is that we kind of presuppose that what we're doing when we uh, give a defense of the faith is that we're trying to prove that the Christian faith is true. There's an idea there that basically says, if I can prove that this is true, then the person that I'm talking to will have to then believe just as, as, as I believe. Um, we think that we're trying to argue people into the kingdom. And that really doesn't work. And that's really not the purpose of apologetics. Uh, and, and frankly, when we get into an argument, uh, too often we do this without gentleness and respect, as Peter tells us to do. Um, we're not trying to argue people into the kingdom. We're, we're trying to just give a reasonable presentation about why do I believe what I believe. Um, one of the other things with apologetics is uh, I think that sometimes we treat reason... As the reason people believe. So, in other words, if we can show that you know the the faith that we hold to is rational and historical, and it fits with all of these other things, that that is a reason for people to come to faith. The trick there is that when this is done badly, and it all becomes about what makes sense to me, uh, what gets left out most of the time is Jesus. And really, when we get down to it, Jesus is the reason that we believe. It's the work of his spirit in our life and the good news of his death and resurrection that creates this faith that we hold on to. So we, we, want, we want to make sure that we're clear about what creates faith in people. And I love the way we talk about this in the small catechism when we say, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him, but the Holy Spirit calls, gathers, and enlightens. And and that's what we're hoping for whenever we're engaged in evangelism or apologetics, that the Holy Spirit will have the opportunity to work in a person's life to create faith in them. So apologetics does have some some benefits. Um, It can open a door for somebody to listen as we talk about the gospel, as we talk about our faith. It certainly shows that we have nothing to hide, that we're not afraid of these ideas that are out there that that might push back against the faith. Um, There's a beautiful account in Acts 26 where Paul has the opportunity to give a presentation about what he believes. And he's told that he can speak freely, and he does. And uh, the Roman governor says to him, Paul, you're losing your mind. And Paul says, no, I'm I'm not losing my mind, Um, and as he's talking with the, the local king who is with the governor, he says, the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly, for I'm persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. In other words, our faith is something that was done publicly. The Christian faith is very much rooted in the reality of life. It's rooted in the history of this world. So we just need to be ready to give a defense for what we believe. And sometimes that's simply stating what we believe and not getting wrapped up in in, in all kinds of fruitless arguments. When we do apologetics rightly, what we really do is we ground our faith in Jesus and in his word. Jesus doesn't need us to defend him, but he wants us to give a good presentation of who he is and what he's done for us. And when there's an opportunity, we speak of who he is and what he's done. And ultimately, the reason that we believe in that, that Jesus is our Savior is the fact that he died and he rose for us to forgive us for our sins, to give us everlasting life. And I think that if we're going to be honest with people when we share the faith, there are some, string, some things that are, are strange, at least in worldly terms, about what we believe. Uh, you know, so the Bible presents a six-day creation. I believe that. Um, It talks about Jonah and the whale. I believe that really happened. And it says that Jesus was born of a virgin. Her name was Mary. I believe that. And maybe that all sounds kind of crazy. Maybe it even sounds crazy to you. That's okay. Because the reason I believe it is because Jesus presents these things as true. And I believe that if he died and he rose, that that shows that he is the one that I'm to put my trust in. And I find him to be trustworthy. He's the one who saved me and given me forgiveness for my sins. And my hope is in him. Now, maybe that seems overly simplistic. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I know that sometimes Christians are, are, are viewed as being unthinking and overly simple. Maybe sometimes we have been. Maybe sometimes we are. But perhaps perhaps our faith deserves some, some deeper thought um, to know what we really actually believe. And there's a couple things that we can do, a couple opportunities that are, are coming your way. Um, Lent doesn't begin until March 2nd, but one of the devotional... Uh, opportunities that are, are going to be available through Gloria Day um, will be an opportunity to read through all four Gospels uh, across those uh, 40 days of Lent. You know, if we're going to talk about Jesus, it's really good to know Him, to know what His life was, what He said, and it's an opportunity to be refreshed in that. Uh, another really good place to turn to kind of get our minds thinking about the things that we believe. Would be uh, Luther's small catechism. Uh, especially if you have a, a copy that has an explanation. Um, the catechism itself is just brilliant all on its own. But I know that the, the new edition, the 2017 edition, the explanation was all redone to deal with some more modern types of issues. And what it does is it takes these points of faith and attaches scripture verses to it and helps us to, to think about life in this world in light of our faith. Now I do want to be really clear when we start talking about studying we're not studying in order to win the argument. We're studying because we want to know more deeply the hope that is within us because of Jesus. To really truly know Him. So one more thing. A lot of times we get really nervous about sharing the faith. But there's a great passage in Mark chapter 13, it's verse 11, where Jesus says this to his disciples. And by extension, he says this to you. He says, Do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour. For it's not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Now, He says, don't be anxious. He doesn't say, don't be prepared. And the kind of preparation that I'm talking about is just hearing the word, listening to the word, living our life of faith, and trusting that the Holy Spirit is going to give us what we need in the moment. Because if the mission of God really is God's mission, he will do the work to draw people to faith. And he just might use you and me to do it. God's blessings. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with me today. And uh, I hope that uh, you will grow in your faith. I hope I grow in my faith and that we will share the hope that's within us with gentleness and respect. God's blessings.